Hi, this is Amy, and you're listening to the Art Hustler Studio, the podcast for artists. I'm on a journey to find out how artists take their creative hobbies and make money moves. Join me week after week as I talk to different artists about their art, how they got started, and what it took to turn their creative hobbies into their careers. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Art Hustler Studio. This week I am on my own again to teach another mini lesson, this time on Instagram and Instagram strategy. So I think Instagram is a great place for artists to be because it's primarily a visual platform. So it's made specifically to share photos and videos. And since art is mostly visual, it's a great place for artists to showcase their work. So one of the main things that you want to think about when you're creating your Instagram strategy is what are you going to use Instagram for? Like I said, Instagram is a visual platform for photos and videos, so you're definitely going to be posting those. But what are you aiming for? When coming up with any kind of strategy, you want to think about what your goals are. And so what's a good goal to have for your Instagram strategy? You probably want to start off by at least tracking and hopefully aiming for better engagement. And what is engagement exactly? Well, engagements would be things like uh, liking a photo, commenting, sharing, or saving the photo or video. Comments and shares being the most important, I think, to your engagement and Instagram strategy because it will help you to get the most seen. Instagram values comments very highly and definitely above likes and so that will help you to get your photos more noticed and more shown on people's feeds. So hashtags and location tags are two things that can help you get noticed but within each of those sections there are two sections. (laughs) The first being top posts so for example someone using a specific hashtag the section in top posts will show all of the top posts for people using that hashtag versus the recent post section, which will show, as you can guess, the most recent posts of people using that hashtag or location tag. So this is where it gets a little bit more complicated because there's a school of thought that basically says that for hashtags, you want to have a mixture of very popular hashtags and not so popular hashtags. The point being is that those very popular hashtags are not going to get you in the top posts of a hashtag, which is where you would be very likely to be seen and have that post be found, whereas you're definitely going to be guaranteed to get into the recent posts. But if there are millions of people using that hashtag, the recent posts will be flooded and you won't be very likely to be seen. But if you use a hashtag that is not as popular, then you are more likely to be on the top posts and you're more likely to stay further up in the recent post section for longer. So now that you understand that there's different strategies for hashtags, you might be wondering, okay, there are top posts and recent posts and uh, I could create a strategy around that. But how do I decide what hashtags to even use? So there are a few tools or tricks that I use when researching hashtags that I want to use. 
The first being to look at my competitors. So I take a look at popular Instagram accounts for uh, people in my niche or field and sometimes we'll copy their hashtags or take a little bit of one competitor's hashtags, a little bit of another competitor's hashtags and mix them all together to make my own mix of hashtags. The thing to note is that you can only have 30 hashtags per post, so don't exceed that. Another tool that I've used in the past for Instagram hashtag research is Social Info. So you can visit that website at socialinfo.co and that will, that's a free tool and it will tell you which hashtags are popular based off of a list of hashtags. So you will give them a list of 50 hashtags and they will generate a list of popular hashtags that are similar to the hashtags that you've given. So it just kind of gives you an idea of other hashtags that you could possibly want to be using. The other thing that I've done in the past for researching Instagram hashtags is something that I would call a hashtag vortex, meaning that you pretty much just get sucked into hashtags. So you can go into Instagram and click on a specific hashtag that will take you to the top post recent post page. And from there, you can take a look at what the top posts are for that hashtag and see what other hashtags that person is using. Then you might want to click on another hashtag and then another one and another one. And you kind of just get sucked into this hashtag vortex <laughs> and uh, you can write down all of the hashtags that you want to use and the ones that you think will match your business and the ones that you think will be popular and also some that are maybe not as popular so you could potentially get that audience that are going to those top posts of the less popular hashtags. With location tagging I personally don't know a way that you can research which locations are the most popular and not as popular. If you do know that, feel free to hit me up and let me know and I can let the rest of the listeners know. But with location tags, I try and mix up my posts with some of the location tags being more broad locations and some of them being more specific locations. So for example, I'm based in Vancouver. Sometimes I will tag Vancouver, BC as the city, which is kind of a broader hashtag. Sometimes I will go a bit smaller and I might want to tag YBR, the Vancouver airport, or I might want to tag uh, Gastown, a specific neighborhood in Vancouver. So when you're doing your location tags, try and mix it up a little bit and see what works best for you and what doesn't. You might find that you're getting the most engagement out of photos that you tag with that main city or country that you're in and you want to keep it that way. You can also tag your location for co countries or cities or areas that you're not actually in. So if I am Canadian based in Vancouver and I decide that I want to target people who are living in California, I can tag my location as somewhere in LA instead of somewhere in Vancouver. So you've got your hashtags, you've got your location tags. What else can you do to boost up your engagement level and help you get noticed? One of the things that I do usually in my captions is I sometimes, and depends on the brand that I'm working for too, but sometimes I will put a question into the caption. Like, for example, 
what do you have planned this weekend? Or are you, what are you going to get up to in this nice weather on the weekend? And uh, pose that open-ended question on my Instagram caption and hope that people start to comment. I have been a part of something before called an engagement group where I had a bunch of friends in a WhatsApp group where every day at four o'clock or whatever it was, we would post our Instagram photo and then put the link into our group chat so that every time uh, someone posted a new link, we could all comment on that post. And that way you're getting 30, 40, 50 comments on each of your posts. You have to go out and leave, of course, then 30, 40, 50 comments uh, on other people's posts. But that's a great way to boost up your engagement level uh, and get people answering those questions. And there's kind of a mentality around commenting on Instagram posts. Once one person does it, another person is much more likely to do it. It's kind of a snowball effect and a kind of thing where people don't want to be the only one commenting on it. So if you've got other people commenting on it, or if you can build your community based on the fact that it's okay or common for people to comment on your posts or and answer your questions or just give you comments, then that's another good way to boost up your engagement. After that, another way that people can find your Instagram posts is by being tagged in them. So there are a lot of different Instagram pages and groups and things like that where people want to repost your content because your content is their content. So things like, for example, I don't know, uh, Small Business BC in Vancouver, I might tag them in some of my posts because there's a chance that they might want to reshare that content because they support small businesses in Vancouver. The same can be said for art accounts. There could be artist quote accounts or there could be uh, embroidery accounts or something like that where people want to reshare your artwork. And if you start finding those accounts and tagging them and they start resharing your work, that's another good way to start getting noticed. The last thing that I want to leave everybody with is a few tools and tricks to help with Instagram and your Instagram strategy. The first is a scheduling tool. You might need a scheduling tool because that helps you to set it and forget it where you can schedule all of your Instagram posts in advance, set the time and date that you want it to be posted, and also you, in certain tools you can tag accounts and you can put the location in ahead of time so that you don't need to do it later. And you can, again, yeah, set it and forget it so that you never have to po remember to post in your Instagram posts at certain times or certain dates. So some of the tools I've used in the past would be Hootsuite or Later or Loomly or now I am doing it directly in Facebook Creator Studio at the moment um, because that helps me to release my content on a t in a timely manner and I can type my locations within Facebook Creator Studio. The other tool that I use and that might be helpful for you is Adobe Lightroom. Now that is a editing platform and I use the free app on my phone to do that. You can also pay for a Adobe 
Lightroom license, which I think is $15 a month or so, but all of the features that it comes with without the paid for version is enough for you to edit your Instagram photos. You can always upgrade if you think that you need to, but the native and free features in the app are more than enough to edit your photos. So the reason that I like using Adobe Lightroom as opposed to editing natively in the Instagram app is because I think that Adobe Lightroom gives you more control over your photos and your editing and uh, can help you make a more beautiful photo. And the thing about Instagram is that your visuals are everything. And because it's almost entirely a visual platform, you want your photos to be nice looking and in nice quality. So using Adobe Lightroom to spruce up your photos and make them look really nice is a key, I think, to your Instagram strategy. The other thing that will help you keep track of your aesthetic on Instagram is your uh, is something that I use called Preview. It's another phone application where I upload all of my my future Instagram posts to Preview, and I can edit the grid or how it will look overall with the three by three, so that I can see and make sure that my flow of my grid works properly and that it's aesthetically pleasing and there's no uh, alarming photos or something that would detract my attention away from certain things and that it all looks nice together as a grid instead of just as an individual post as well. So that's another thing that's important when you're thinking about your Instagram strategy. And that's pretty much it. So if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at the Art Hustlers. And uh, I, other than that, I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Thanks so much. Bye. And that's the episode for this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please leave a rating, review, and hit that follow button wherever you're listening. It would mean a lot to me. You can also find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at The Art Hustlers or visit our website at thearthustlers.com. And since that's a wrap, I will talk to you again next week.